your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Yes, that line falls on the right, baby. Hey, a little better. Not that Mackey's back in Chris McMonagle here with you on this Football Friday. We made it. Ah, the voice is a little better, but it's still a little there. But I feel great. We finally made it to a Football Friday. We had Thursday Night Football last night. We got a taste of Week 8 as it's getting underway. The Buffalo Bills hang on at the end, but still don't look right to me. And defensively, played better in the first half, but the injuries. The Bills are primed. The Jets are in it. The Jets are in the division. The Jets and Giants all week long. The rivalry, the game, it's finally here. After all week of talking about it, today we get to really break it down and get ready for Sunday. We'll mix in some other stuff, but it's football Friday, and we're going to talk about Jets and Giants. And I just said, you're watching this team uh, in Buffalo and where they stand right now. And, you know, when I look at the Jets still, like, obviously, all week we spent on the rivalry, right? A lot. Uh, now we've got the, the the new elements of the rivalry. But, uh, you know, whether Zach Wilson should be uh, on the bye. And, but ultimately, what he should be doing on the bye. But all week long we're talking about, you know, oh, does the game actually, you know, is it the same kind of game we thought it would be? No, it's, uh, well, but still, how important is it to this team? The Gi- Giants still alive. Oh, does Cook want to trade? Like, so much surrounding this game, and finally it's here. And my first thought, when I think of the Jets to start here, they are in a spot right now where everything has culminated to where they're 3-3. Three and three. They lose Aaron Rodgers four snaps into the season. Right, Zach Wilson figures out a way to win that game against Buffalo, but ultimately did not play well for a couple weeks. Bottoms out against uh, New uh, New England. They find a way to battle back. They win a couple games. They have this miraculous win against Philadelphia. They have a week to sit on it. And my first concern is I'm really starting to think about the game today and starting to figure out who I think is going to win this football game. Here's my concern for the Jets, and that is dealing with prosperity. Because it's still the Jets, right? And they're going to have all the noise. Now you got Cook talking about a trade. You got Marash and whatever else talking about what the quarterback's doing. It's a story, what the quarterback's doing on the bye, hanging out with his girlfriend. I saw Barstool had a big write-up on it. Sean's made some news with it. He's been playing better, but ultimately, do you really expect him to continue to play well? And just the idea of them with this coach off the bye, having a full week of patting themselves on the back for being th- is th- for being three and three, a spot nobody thought they would be in when Aaron Rodgers went down. Hell, we were all talking about maybe three and three when Aaron Rodgers was here. They beat the Eagles, who then turn around and wipe the you know pretty much have their way with yeah maybe an injured Dolphins team, but a, a Dolphins team that clearly looks like the cream of the crop of the division and a team that. 
offensively has dominated the league, and yet Philadelphia is able to go in there and beat them, but they can't beat the Jets. And they're sitting there watching Philadelphia bounce back and beat the divisional opponent, the Miami Dolphins, and they've had a week now to, yeah, listen, get healthy, have a full two weeks to game plan against a lousy giant offense and a probably subpar giant football team and a team they're better than, but ultimately is. My fear is this is still the Jets. And if you look at what this franchise has done for years, and specifically this team where last year, off to great start, right? I mean, once Zach came back, they didn't lose a game for a while. They go to, they go and wipe the floor with Green Bay to the point that that's what our Pete Aaron Rodgers' uh, interest in maybe coming to this team. I mean, they have they have big win after big win. They're playing well. And then it all falls apart. And once it starts to fall apart, they can't stop it. And I still don't know. There's still so many questions about this coach. There's so many questions about this quarterback. I mean, listen, we we could talk about it. The Giants are playing a backup quarterback that I firmly believe is a better quarterback than the one the Jets are throwing out. The Giants have the quarterback edge. I still think, despite what I think about this uh, second year of Brian Dable and some of my concerns, I think he has at least finally put an end to the bleeding the last two weeks, despite one of those weeks still being a loss to the Buffalo Bills. But the team has looked at least competent, much better, much better defensively, a lot less mistakes. Uh... Still muffin punts, but less penalties on special teams. The defense has really turned it on under Wink Martindale. And the offense maybe has simplified things, but at the same time, also, the offensive line has started to stable. They've been able to throw the ball down the field a little bit. Tyrod Taylor and this offense have looked much better than they have previous under Daniel Jones. And this offensive line that's hoping to get their you know all-pro left tackle and Andrew Thomas back into this game and stabilize this offense even though I think the Jets are probably the more talented team, and even though I think this defense in a defensive struggle, right, that's what we expect this game to be. We've been talking about it all week. This is going to be a game of defense. No one expects a lot of points in this game. No one's going to win this. This game is not going to be decided 35-31. We know that this is going to be a hard-fought game. Neither offenses are particularly you know, playing well and making big plays and going down the field and scoring a lot of points. The Giants are particularly the the worst team in the NFL at scoring points and the only team in the NFL not to have 100 points. But as I look at this Jet team, I am nervous in this spot for them. The more I get to ruminate on it, the more the week plays out, the more the, the stuff comes out and the cook trade, which, listen, whether he wants a trade or not, I do think the circumstances changed for him. Like, this team is now so – it's one thing to be the second – like, because people – the thought is, well, of course, you know, this was the issue, right? This is another issue. Cook wants a trade. We kind of saw this coming. It goes back to the Sean Payton super team comments and the idea, oh, there's not enough ball – there's not enough of a ball to get passed around to all these different guys, and he's going to be unhappy eventually. Well, he came here under the guise of playing under Aaron Rodgers and having an offense that might be dynamic and different and actually be on the field more than – you know, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out to start the game every single week. And that maybe, you know, being the second back in an offense that actually does things and scores points and has a, a different game plan than just, you know, needing Brees Hall to be their backbone, that it could have been a different role for Cook. But now the Jets are having to play this game where just don't make mistakes with the quarterback, play defense run the football, and Brees Hall has shown immediately the minute the reins were taken off him that he's an absolute beast and he seems fine and he's a home run hitter. 
And quite frankly, the offense doesn't run enough plays. They don't have enough sustained drives. They don't have, uh, you know, enough of a game plan to incorporate two running backs more than they would if Aaron Rodgers was there doing a bunch of different things. Sure, they'd throw the football more. He'd have more touchdown passes. But also, you'd have more opportunities to do different things in a two-back system. So although I don't necessarily see this as a issue we foresaw coming to fruition, I do see it as a little bit of a problem. In the idea of, you know, they're talking about trading players away. Lawson's getting traded away. Maybe Cook's getting traded away. They just beat the Eagles. They're they're staring down at a, 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 a local rivalry, a, a, a stadium rivalry. A rivalry the fan base has gotten behind. A, a, a bitter game that we haven't really, you know, had many in recent years. You got to go back to the, the Victor Cruz game to really have an impactful game. Other than... You know, the last time they played it and Jamal Adams ripping the ball out of Daniel Jones's hand and running for a touchdown. Ultimately, these games haven't mattered that much over the last few years. This one is clearly important for the New York Jets. It's season-defining for the New York Giants. And as the Jets get to sit on this week off, coming off the best win the franchise has had in maybe, I don't know, a decade? When's the last time they had a win as big as beating an undefeated defending NFC championship team? To go into the bye 3-3 three and three and give yourself a chance at a division that now, even though Buffalo has won... This week on Thursday Night Football, they're only five and three and still don't look right to me. The Miami Dolphins are five and two, and you expect them to win this week against New England, but ultimately they're showing when it comes down to playing good defenses against Buffalo, against Philadelphia, that they don't look superhuman at all times. Uh a rest of the, you know, playoff situation where the teams aren't you know, Houston's a second-place team. The Raiders are a second-place team. Pittsburgh's a second-place team. These are all teams that the Jets could arguably make a strong case that they are better than. So as they look at the scenario and they're happy with themselves at 3-3 three and three and they've come back from the idea of losing their savior four plays into the season and they've stabilized it all, can they function under prosperity? It's still something this franchise, this coach, this quarterback needs to prove. So heading into the game, as I start to do this matchup of these two defensive teams, I look at it and I say, how did the Jets come out off the bye a week off, patting themselves on the back at 3-3, three and three, enjoying life, having visions of grandeur and playoff scenarios where, at, where the, at the light at the end of the tunnel might be a Hall of Fame quarterback, as opposed to a giant team fighting for their lives with a coach who was the best coach in the NFL last year who has got this defense turned around and what's going to be a you know defensive struggle here for these two teams. And when I look at it, if you look at the Jets' defense, they've given up yards. The thing with the Jets is they turn the football over. And what has Tyrod Taylor been able to do as the New York Giant quarterback? Not turn the ball over. They've been a very heavy turnover-reliant defense. Like when They win these games. How do they win these games? Winning the turnover battle, 3 nothing. Winning the turnover battle, 4 nothing, against Philadelphia. So if the Giants cannot turn the ball over, if the Giants can figure out how to you know, play a close game and put this game on the coach and the quarterback, which is what close games come down to, I still think the Giants are better suited to win that kind of game. Even with the backup quarterback and Tyrod Taylor, who's played fine down the stretch, hasn't put up a ton of points, I still think the minute Daniel Jones is healthy, which now I'm very concerned with his injury. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. I mean, how many days do we have to hear? He feels great. He's lifting. He's doing everything. It's just a matter of getting cleared for contact. 
with a neck injury that he sustained two years ago that needed surgery. Now, all of a sudden, every day, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine. He just can't play. But Tyrod Taylor, while this offensive line gels, while this defense gels, while this team is fighting for its life against a Jet team that's probably been taking bows and pats on the back for a full week, I'm very concerned. I'm concerned for this Jet team, and that's why I honestly think I think the Giants are going to win the football game. I've been thinking about it all week. I think the Jets are a better team. I think if everything goes, if both teams play their games, the Jets win this football game. But I'm very nervous. I'm concerned about how the Jets come out of the gate off of a bye, off of beating Philadelphia, off of everyone telling them they're the better team in this matchup, off of this defense, you know, off of that defensive performance and the idea that they're special and winning the turnover battles and dominating and this quarterback not making mistakes and, and the confidence growing in Zach Wilson and the flowers being thrown their way and what a great job it's been just to be 3-3, three and three, winning the last two games against Denver and Philadelphia to step into a team that's gelling and is on the way up now from the bottom. Still, the, the Giants are from the bottom. But a team that's on the way up, playing better, has played much better defensively, does provide issues. The linebacking core, if you look at the two linebackers in Bobby Okereke and Micah McFadden, graded as two of the highest linebackers in the sport last week uh, by uh, PFF. So, I mean, if if they can stop the run and put and have Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams and those two linebackers and, you know, get up, uh, stack the box and make the Jets become one-dimensional, can this coach, can this quarterback win a football game against a desperate team? And my bet is they can't. 877-337-6666. Giants win on Sunday. That's where I'm going. Giants win on Sunday. The Jets cannot handle prosperity. We'll come back and take take your calls on the game. Take your calls on last night. We'll get more into the baseball as well. Because there's always Juan Soto news. There's always Yankee news. The Mets are uh, have interviewed a manager candidate. So we got plenty to do over the next three hours. We're here with you until five right here on the fan.